You are listening to the podcast that's basically a book club. Welcome to the Book Leggers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Book Leggers. I'm your host, Jake, and this is my co-host, Joel. We did and it. today, we are talking about The Palace Job by Patrick Ooh. Weeks. Now, The Palace Job is book one in the Rogues of the Republic trilogy, and Patrick Weeks is someone that we have unintentionally known for a bit. We have. Yeah, he was born in California, but more importantly, he is a writer at BioWare. Oh. That is the BioWare that makes the Mass Effect franchise, and most notably, Dragon Age. Mm -hmm. And he is the lead writer for Dragon Age. That's like... The first thing that, oh, Patrick, I hope you're not listening, buddy. That's the Dragon Age is the first thing of yours that you've done that I've actually fucking enjoyed. <laughs> <sighs> I read a series from him like a while ago, like when I was in high school, and it was nine books long. And the first three books were pretty good, but after the third book, you were just like, Jesus Christ, just please What's end happening? it. Yeah, I had no idea who he was until we read this book. Mm-hmm. So, real quick, Weeks, he goes by they, them, and they live in Canada. Don't you know? Oh, don't you know? Don't you know? We got another one. We have a theme. We like mm. the Canadians, apparently. I like the Canadians. So this episode, got nothing else to do up there but hide in their fucking house because it snows all the time. Yeah, and write right Might as well books. write. Write, write yeah, books write and write books. video games. Apparently, I think Bioware is headquartered up there, which I was like, eh, oh. didn't know. Watch, it's not headquartered up there. <laughs> Someone's gonna be like, uh, what are you talking about? Excuse me, idiots. Excuse me. So this episode's gonna be a little different, buddy. Uh we're gonna okay. try and make okay. it a little bit quicker than our normal episodes. Uh our format's gonna be a little different, but it's gonna be pretty similar in nature. So there's probably gonna be some spoilers ahead. Okay. But real quick, Joel, what you drinking? Uh, I figured uh, to get through this episode about uh, about this book, I needed I needed a good beer. So we we went back to the OG. If we remember the very first episode we ever did, ah. um, I'm back on the creature comforts, baby, and we're trying <laughs> a uh, a new uh, hazy double IPA they just came out with called Stellar Drift. Stellar and, Drift. Hold on, hold, on, hold on for dramatic effect. Uh, uh. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Well, what are you uh, drinking, buddy? I, I'm drinking Jacques Lantern by Evolution oh, Craft oh. Brewing Company. I hate it. I hate <laughs> you. Love it's it, a Evolution. Belgian style pumpkin ale. And uh, yeah, this is people, this is over on the ever, Eastern Shore. If you ever want to send Fleck beer, send, send them anything from Evolution Brewing. That is, I do like that them a lot. Shit. Yeah, they're they're very good. I don't know how this one's going to go, but. Dramatic effect. Here we go. Boom. I just oh. got beer on my keyboard. I don't know. I don't know what it was. That was kind of sensual. I kind of like that. Dude, it's really yummy. Uh, I like my Belgian beer and I like my pumpkin beers. So this yeah, is this is this is your season. Mm-hmm. My birthday's in October. I'm meant to thrive in this time period. You, you this really it, it's a little chilly yeah. for you though. That, that's probably the one negative about this this time period for you. I don't know anymore, man. I um I think I like it now, but I just hate winter. Oh. We're figuring it out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As it happens. So I think we're gonna have some differing opinions on this episode. And I said I think that's gonna yeah, be pretty so. funny. I think so. But I think if you hear me out, I think agree with oh, me. God. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. So we're, sure we're going to, we're going to sit, sit, sit the, the tone a little bit and then we're going to kind of talk about some of the characters and then we're going to kind of open up a discussion. Okay. With them. So on paper, the palace job I thought was pretty inventive. Uh, it's like a Ocean's Eleven fantasy heist that's supposed to be like lighthearted. And now I like to really caveat this with I just finished the audiobook for Best Serve Cold by Joe Evercrombie, which is kind of like a heist book, but uh, a much different tone. Yeah, a much yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, so so <laughs> I think it was bit. a little refreshing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me anyway. Even though I had, like I said, Cold Shivers is an OG, but. God damn. <laughs> God damn. That God man. damn. So anyway, we start off in a flying city called Heaven Spire. And dude, honestly, I just kept picturing Bioshock Infinite. Like, yes, a thousand percent. That is exactly, 100%. exactly where my mind went. And then even when they had like the golems and stuff, I was thinking like like the big daddies or whatever they were. And uh, yep. I forget what the, was the big sister. I don't know. I don't know. I, that was I a should, good game. That was a good game. I thought about popping it in after I read this book. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got to go find it, though. We take a turn, and kind of right away, we learned that um, the prisoners of the Republic, they live beneath the city, and they have to clean the... Did you listen to the audiobook, right? Yeah, yeah. What are they called? The Lapiscalia? Yeah, that's pretty close. That's that's about as good as I can say it. Yeah, which the are basically... Yeah, Lapiscala. Which are giant stones that keep the city afloat. And pretty much once you're a criminal, you serve a life sentence cleaning these bitches. <laughs> Seriously, you do anything wrong, you're, you're getting shipped right up there. Yeah, like it seemed like there was like no correlation. It was like stole some potatoes, guess what? You're cleaning the fucking stones. Murdered some dude, cleaned the stones. Oh, fucking. Not a part of a gang yet? You will be. Go clean them stones. Go, go clean them. Uh, and they're all attached to pipes, and you have to like lock yourself in. And all I had to say was that shit had to suck. Like, yeah, that did that. That did have to suck. Uh, do you know how many times Especially... I've been like walking on the pipes and just like slipped and then like hit my ribs on it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just a bad uh, listeners for you know we we've said it before, but in case you forgot, right? Fleck, Fleck and I have spent a lot of time together, and uh, we played lacrosse together. And I think my favorite. Uh, Fleck mannerism is anytime hurt. It's, it's not when you get hurt. It's, it's a surprise. When you do something annoying like bump your elbow. You, you get a little yeah. out of them. And so that's what I'm just imagining. You wipe walking on the pipe, slipping. Fuck. I actually don't don't do it anymore. I just yell fuck now. Um, I've gotten a little less uh, funny in my old age. Dude, at work, got like uh, rose thorns all up in my hands. And I just like didn't even say anything. I just had to take a deep breath and like pulled them out. And then I absolutely clipped the thing to the ground. <laughs> Fuck that plant. It's like this plant deserves nothing. <laughs> you, deserve, you deserve what you're getting. Yes, it was raised to the ground. It's still, don't, if anybody's like, oh no, that plant won't come back, it will. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll come back. But so in the prison underneath the city, that's where we meet our heroine, Locke, and her trusty companion, Kale. And it's kind of important to note that she is a dark-skinned Uru, or Ujar, or however they say that in the audiobook. And Ujar. she is an ex-badass for the military, current badass for the prison. <laughs> yep. 
And so she was like an ex-scouting captain for the Republic that now holds her captive. Kale was basically like her second. And I also thought he was like the main humor of the book. Yeah. By main, you mean the only humor of the book. But yeah. anyways, and, it, and he only had one joke. Which, granted, was in several different iterations. However, <laughs> it was it was only one joke. Uh, and so we start off the book basically in the middle of their escape plan. And we learn that the warden is moving to kill them. Or at least just Locke. And uh, that's because he's racist as fuck. And, uh, yeah. and we start seeing him making moves. And then... All of a sudden, we realize that they're like 12 steps ahead of them, and they finally bust out in a glorious fashion, dropping one of the Lapiscalia down, and it eventually soars back up, which uh, I'm assuming was not good. Yeah, I, I didn't get how that worked. Is it like a just a giant magnet? Uh, apparently, there's a magnet in the rock, no, which well. I guess makes sense, so we can't be too I, And I, I need you to answer this for me. All right, I got you. Was, you know, kind of, yeah, in that early scene when um, they're talking about their plan and the, that random old guy, like, falls off, is falling off the lap of yeah. and they're trying to run it in. Was that planned? Was that, like, part of the thing? I don't think or so. I think that, that dude just took an L. I think that was just to that? show that there was, like, danger associated with the stones and, and like, their location. Which, if we're being real, you have enough power to make these magic stones float your city. I think you could probably make some other shit. Right, we we can't put a fucking safety net like they have at the circus. <laughs> yeah, like, let's at least get a net. Because it sounds like half the prisoners are not supposed to be there. <laughs> like, you guys could really have, have some consistency in your workforce if you just installed some just simple net. safe. But I did like the line where they're talking about Locke, and they were like, beautiful, strong, a little too strong to be a part of any of the gangs. <laughs> And you're like, all right, we get it. She can fuck shit up. The the other thing I don't get about this opening scene, what? Why was she silent? Why didn't she take a vow of silence? I don't get that. Oh, what, so apparently that, the lapiscalia, lapiscalia. Oh, it, they it, take it the souls soul. over like talks around them. Which, talks about, spoiler yeah, alert! That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Spoiler alert! It does. Yeah. Um. So that was that was a nice little tie-in. I actually, I actually didn't hate the the stones and their whole importance in the story as much as I thought I was going to. Yeah, yeah, I I think the the beginning of the book was by far the best book, best part mm. to me. Uh, well, I'm actually going to disagree. Oh. I thought the middle was the best. Okay, we we can talk about that. Yeah, but I thought I think we both are going to think the same about the ending. <laughs> But um, so so once this happens and they get out, we start to meet the gang, and mm-hmm. I think this is the major. But the, maybe so is this what you consider the beginning? Is meeting the gang? Yeah, the beginning. The, the getting prison? and like head inspire and yeah, getting um, getting like, into yeah, it. Kind of what you alluded. to. Okay, yeah, then we're on the same page. This 11. is definitely the best part of the book. Oh yes, yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Um, we start putting the gang together like Ocean's Eleven Italian job style. And uh, the first edition is the locksmith turn. She's I just like the fact that she has steel toe boots, but they're not really for work. She just <laughs> fucking kicks people. <laughs> She's like, people bump into me and I kick them. 
And then she's partnered with her companion, the Indomitable Fist, a.k.a. Oh So Icy. Uh, and he starts off just as a contortionist, but then turns out to be, like, I don't know, way fucking more. Yeah. No, I, I, Icy is that fucking dude. He's that guy. He, you got beef with He's Icy, you're probably not coming out. Well, actually, you are coming out because he took that vow to not um, kill anybody. That's but if living. you're Gollum, he's going to fuck, fuck your shit, shit up. up. And I love how there's like absolutely no explanation into like why he has this power. It's just he's got this power. Right. Like, because at the one point, sorry, foreshadowing when um, when they're being like chased to the city and he just like shows up and just punches a whole fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes like a whole stone wall and it just yeah. comes down. Okay. Just down cool. out of nowhere. Gone. Uh, and then the fact that he has his like little contortionist powers and he's like basically a, a s- carnival circus MMA fighter. Yep. Essentially. Yeah. He's definitely pretty cool. All right. We're good. <laughs> so yeah. So then when we meet them, I thought that was actually a really cool part of the story. Cause I think so, I'm trying to think, well, because well, we meet them and they're doing like a, they're hopefully. trying to rob a, a dude who's like basically a dick. And so Icy goes in to like say he's from the military. They end up killing him, or at least they think, mm-hmm. because he can move his organs around. <laughs> yeah, naturally. And then Turn goes in. She gets captured. Icy then breaks out, and she or she gets out, and then she breaks. Yeah, Icy she out gets of the out, safe. and then Icy because it was like a dwarven safe, and the only you can't crack it from the outside. You have to crack it from the from inside, the inside. So why? Apparently, that's where you put your dead bodies. In your safe. Yeah, in your fancy as shit door. Like, just hide it under your desk, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, and he had blood There's... on him. But I thought that was, like, one of the really good, like, intro stories. It was an amazing intro story. Yeah, I thought it got overshadowed by one, but we'll get into that. Desodorus? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. So after we meet them, Locke and Kale end up going up there, and they're like, hey, we got a job for you. And they're like, Sure, how much? And they're like, however much you fucking want, bro. And then they're yeah, like, yeah, sign me rich, up. Baby. Yeah. So then they go to meet their next member, which is the shape-shifting unicorn, who I think we could say it is a little creepy and addicted to virgin males. Yeah, like prepubescent virgin males. Yeah, that it was a little weird. I'm not going to lie to you. And you know, I think this this is where the book started because <laughs> the right the opening scene had inspired. That's pretty cool. The escape was pretty school, pretty cool. Yeah, icy and uh, turns. That intro story was pretty cool. And then we get to the orcs v unicorn, right? Who yeah. is just so horny, a very horny and unicorn. A thousand percent only brokered this peace deal so she could have sex with these two guys. Yeah, which is hilarious. Yes, but weird. I get that it was supposed to be funny and ridiculous, but it definitely was just like I don't know. I I, I wasn't thrilled by it because, like, meanwhile, like every other chapter besides this has been like Prison Break style, like, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. great, like this could be great. And then we got here, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, fuck, wonder what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think this is the first at this point in the book. It was the first time I texted Fleck about it, and I think I said, and I quote, what the fuck do you have me reading? 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I, you just kind of had to put your head down to get through mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, you just gotta. Yep. Yeah. So so anyway, she she really cares about nature, and she is making a village come to terms with peace with the orcs over all a misunderstanding, but they were going to kill each other for it. Meanwhile, the whole time, like, well, and, and maybe this is where it was supposed to be funny. The whole time, like, Locke and Kale are like, Kale's like, this is weird. What the fuck is happening? And Locke's mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it. There's just going to be some words that get said. And then there's, like, the bra- babbling brook, apple. And brook and, yep. All that bullshit. And, um, and then all of a sudden, they make peace. And then they're, like, trying to find the unicorn. And it ends up having sex with both of them. Both of the the representatives from the orcs and the humans, and then they're like, "All right, we got a job for you." They're like, uh, "I don't know about that one." They're like, "There will be virgins, and you will save the world, so you save nature." And she's like, "Sign me up." Right, like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, and at first, you know, I was putting a lot of like symbology on on this scene before she fucked the teenagers, but yeah. it was like, you know, this is kind of you know, reminiscent of what uh, America is now, you know, you have all these old guys in power that just, you know, they're, they're not always looking at the best solution. And then you have the younger, you know, the younger generation coming up and having all these good ideas for change and like not violence and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, this is very very symbolic of what our our society could be. And then a unicorn fucks them. So kind of. So then we meet our love priestess turned goth girl, Desidora Mm -hmm. and her Warhammer Glisper. Or Gliss Power, or Gliss, I don't know. Just Gliss. Just call it, let's just call it Gliss. Glisp. And honestly, at first, the most powerful member of the team, I think. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. But this is before, I think, knowing, spoiler alert, you, you should have finished the book if you're reading to this, or you're not going to, you're not going to read it. But I think, in hindsight, maybe I see it, excluding Derry. Derry doesn't count, but. Derry doesn't count, yeah. I think I see. I, I, I don't see. Know. I see. Might give her a run for her money. If yeah, he I think is, it would be a good have fight. Any, like vows to break. Yeah, it'd be a good fight if he was unlimited. Yeah, but he limited. Uh, yeah, so bring, we meet her, limited. and she's basically she like goes to a bunch of. They're playing cards, right? Yeah. And she's like acting like she doesn't know how to play. Meanwhile, Gliss is like yelling shit at her. And she's like, no, that's a bad Gergen. Gergen. Is that what it's like? Is that what he sounds yeah. like in the audio book? Yeah. That's funny. I yep. just, I had like dwarf speak, like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> that was how I thought it would be. It's like, thing to find the bird then. That's hilarious. That's much better than how I envisioned it. I just, a very angry hammer. I also think like a warhammer is very underrated as a weapon because, yes. like, I feel like if you have armored people, like, hell yeah, take the hammer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're uh, you're cold shivers, though, I think you just punch him or you, you cut through shivers, the armor. You just, yeah, you just exist. You know, it it don't even matter. Yeah. Anyway, back to our book. I've been wanting to talk to you about that book, so it'll be such a good book. Stupid shit that I forgot all through this. And so, yeah, so she's playing cards with these other priests, and she ends up scamming them for all their money. And then she's like, oh, I'm just like a love priestess. Don't mind me. And they're all basically like, oh, cool. And then they finally realize she's, like, scamming them and that there's no priestess that goes by her name. 
And so then she like turns their magic against them and then turns into our goth girl. That was a badass scene. Yeah. And then I like the fact I did really enjoy her character for the fact that it like alters the world around her. Mm-hmm. Like the paintings would become like skulls and snakes and thorns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the patterns that would occur when she was transforming. But then when you realize that like she loses herself a little bit every time, it gets a little sad. Yeah, just just a, just a tad. Just enough. And then we meet, I think, the funniest in the beginning character. But at the end, he kind of dropped off. Hessler. Yeah. The rejected yep. wizard. The rejected wizard. And uh, so he controls illusions. And through a whole long story, he ends up getting in trouble with his wizard school. He goes to find a wizard to get him back in. The wizard has just died <laughs> after he makes his whole journey. And he's really pissed. So he like curses at the caravan that took him there. And he's like, all your crops are going to wither and people are going <laughs> to die. And fuck you guys. And then that exactly, that exact thing happens. And he gets thrown <laughs> in jail. <laughs> Which I just love, you know, the it's always classic. She's a witch burner, you know, just yeah. always. It's always he's magical. like, I only do illusions. I'm not even that good of a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even graduate. Yeah, I, I'm not even a wizard. I'm just a student. And that that was kind of one of my favorite parts too. When he was, you know, sitting in the jail cell, and they're like, "Yeah, they found out that uh, you know, you got expelled." And he was like, "Damn, I didn't think they would update it that quick." <laughs> yeah, that was funny. He's like, "I'm a little hurt." <laughs> <laughs> and by some weird, random act of fate. Uh, Derry's in jail, and uh, he has a weird birthmark, and he he's also a virgin. And uh, he does bring up some, I think he brings up some funny um, feelings. Remember when the, he meets the glimmer, the shimmering man, Biol or whatever his name is, and he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, I got like a really funny feeling in my chest, and that's just like, <laughs> I think you should go talk to Locke about that. <laughs> Just trying oh, to avoid God. the topic. Yep. <laughs> Turns out uh, it's a little bit different than what we're inferring. <laughs> I love. And so, so then we meet. Uh, so then I guess we'll go down our bad guys. So the main, the main baddie is Archvoyant Silstein or Silston. Yeah, Silston. Uh, he's got a huge ego, and he's the one that got Locke put in jail. Mm-hmm. He's a big old dick. <laughs> yeah, he's a big old dick, but I bet he's got a small dick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he definitely do. Yeah, yeah. So then he's tagging along with Biol. Biol, how do you say that? That guy who listens to the audiobooks. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why I do it. I do yeah. it for pronunciation reasons. I actually thought I was going to have to do it for this, and I was like, I think I need to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fucking names in here, and so the shimmering folk are trying to get into the world. They've been excluded out of the world. Somehow we don't really know. Well, I mean, we learn, we learn, but in the beginning we don't know. And yeah. he's basically like the stereotypical dark wizard who just wants more power. Mm-hmm. I think his character was very flat. His character was extremely flat. Yeah. He didn't feel like he had like too much going on for him besides just like, I'm spooky and shiny and bad. <laughs> Right, and he really doesn't even do a whole lot. I mean, I guess at the end he does something, but 
Yeah, but it's like one chapter of something. Right. Yeah. And and maybe that's on purpose because uh, our boy Pivik, the Justicar. Pivik. Pivik, yeah. Anyway, well, he was Pivik thrusting a little bit, you know. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> that was a stretch. That was a reach. <laughs> uh, and Justicar Pivik is put in charge of catching Locke and Kale. And he uh, definitely ends up getting a lot more than he expected from this case. Yeah, a lot more. He was talking mad shit about it, too. Yeah. And then he ends up falling in love. Oh. Which I thought was nice at first when they were like playing like the little bit of the... And we'll call it cat and mouse game. Seeing them like play their like chess pieces and when they're at the, getting the tea at the house. It was... It was mm-hmm. I thought it was refreshing. Yeah. However, like I said, I just finished Best Surf Gold, so. Yeah, an actual good book. Sorry. <laughs> well, I just meant like uh, Love doesn't wasn't really a focus in that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, no, uh, no. <laughs> not at all. Sure isn't. Nope. But, uh, so, so yeah. So Jessica Pivot, and he's got to tag along with Warden Oris while he's trying to catch her, who's basically the racist guy um, from the prison. I guess we should say that. He's not basically, he is. And Silstein has this dark assassin who turns out to be uh, Locke's sister. And I was like, we're just not going to talk about the fact that this woman's been murdering people in darkness for this whole book. And we're like, oh, she's fine. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. I don't want to be made fun of for this. That was her? That was her. How? No. That was her. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Because she had, like, the fake fake blind glasses, and she turns out she was, like, an assassin. And remember, she, like, fights Locke? Yeah, but I don't think she was. No. She was her. That was her dog. Because then at the, at the end, spoiler alert, people, at the end, when she stabs um, Silliston, she's like, sorry, I didn't know what he was doing. So, like, if she was running around murdering all these people, I would hope that she had an idea of what he was doing. Yeah, no, she 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 didn't know. Mm-hmm. Seems suspicious. Oh, I mean, I didn't say it was good. <laughs> 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 so yeah, no, that was her, dude. Yeah. Now, now you gotta yeah. be down to it. Let me check. I don't, <laughs> even know. I don't even know where I'm gonna find this at. Uh, I'm sorry. I just flipped to the pa- a page. Now, my virgin, she said with a sly smile, and Derry felt yep. the tingly feeling again. More like oh, he felt gosh. a lock had torn her dress apart than the way he felt with the glimmering man had looked at him. So anyway, uh, and then yep. we have yep. one more. I don't even know the dude's name. Uh, fucking goat man. <laughs> I don't even uh, something with an H. Oh, God, that fucking. He dude. was the weirdest character. I fucking I didn't understand the point of him because he shows no, up. He he adds for like three chapters. He adds a rapey vibe to the scene, and then I don't even know what even I don't even know what happened to him, dude. Rapey vibe. He, his horns on his. Oh, didn't dick he die? He died. That doesn't even make sense. Does he die? I think he died. Uh, yeah, he does. He he does die because. Um, yeah, I do Luke know what happened. Kind of like pumbles him into the ground. 
Yeah, like I mean, if he's alive still, I'm impressed. But I'm pretty sure they're like his horn stopped shimmering. Yeah, his 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 dick quit work working. He was horny no more. <laughs> he horny be gone. So yeah, I I wasn't a fan of our boy no. Goat Man. Um, so those are our characters. So this is kind of where we're going to take uh, a left turn for book legger episodes. Um, okay. If you haven't read the book, we're not going to talk about the plot. So that way, maybe if you're intrigued by now, you'll read the book. If not, and you just want to keep listening to our commentary, we're going to just talk about some stuff. So I definitely felt like there were like three distinct sections of this book. And so I kind of alluded to them already, but it's like, Prison Break, Ocean's mm-hmm. Eleven, which is basically getting to Heaven's Fire, and then yep. all of a sudden, the whole big heist turns into uh, just like a good versus evil battle. And that's like mm-hmm. my third book. Third third book. Third part. And uh, did you feel that way? Yeah. 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 Uh, did you have... My favorite part, like we said, was just like getting the crew together, getting ready to do the heist, and I did like it when they went and worked together to get past like the magical wards for that ball after the plan had fallen through like twice already. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like seeing everybody basically work as a team. Uh, our man Indomitable was doing great things, and uh, Turn really hit her stride. And I like that. You know, now now that I'm done with it, and I, I do like it. The book, I'd say overall, it was wasn't my favorite book, but. It, it did have moments. Like, yeah, it had when, good um, moments, for sure. When Icy and Kale are breaking into, I don't know what building that was, but to, like, get the plans on, like, how to... Oh, yeah, that was fun. ...interrupt that. That was a great scene. Um, it, well, it had I love the but, prison... Not the prison. The, the, like, ocean heist... The heist novels part of this book. Right. I wish it would just stayed a heist novel. Yes. Because as soon as we hit the good versus evil, man, I don't know about you, but I was just like slogging through the pages. Bro, it was it was good versus e- evil, and then there were like so many double crosses and psych, not really they didn't die, they're alive, but oh we killed them again. Psych, they're still alive. Psych, we killed them again. Psych. Like there's just so yeah. much crap. And then yeah, they started bringing in all these worlds and all this backstory that that there was just no explanation for. It, it just got rough. Yeah. And I felt like even though we had like world building, it was like there wasn't enough because we had to get a lot more no. at the end of it. No, there was there was next to no world building. It was like there's Heaven Spire and there's some grass under it. <laughs> and that's and there's a forest and, and to the left with a horny unicorn and uh, yep. <laughs> to the right there's a desert. And that's all we got. Yeah. So I definitely think the world building part of it, once we got away from like the action, like in the moment heist, uh, I think that that was like where it stepped out into its kind of own shadow instead of shining uh, brightly. So at the beginning of the book, I was really hoping Hessler was going to be my favorite character. Really? Yeah. And I don't know if that was just like some Moog hype. You know, like, I was, like, hoping yeah. we were going to have another, like, wizard character like that. Mm-hmm. However, at the wow. end of the book, 
It was definitely not Hessler. And I think my favorite character was our goth girl, Desidora. Really? Yeah, I thought it was like, I, th- I thought her story was good. Her story's good, but again, it's just like overly complicated. Yeah, I it mean, it is. It has all these details that we need more background information on to make any sense, but we don't. So it doesn't make any sense. However, we did get Old Man Zombie. <laughs> yeah, he, he low key, he was my favorite fucking character. <laughs> Honestly, now that we're talking about him, uh, I love when he's that like, God, my grandson's damn. a shit. You know? But yeah, he was like, my grandson's a fucking pussy. Yeah, he was like, back in my day, we fucking worked hard. It wasn't some name. Yeah, we, we did. Nothing was handed to us, fucking <laughs> losers. And he's like, wow, this is some fucking party. We did it better. <laughs> <laughs> we partied back when we were real, man. Oh, God, yeah. He he was the G. And then I just love, like, the innocent scene of when they all, like, meet up with the zombie and Darius just back there asking them questions. It's <laughs> like being a zombie. Well, Derry was okay. funny because he had that like. Derry was, was like, funny. Derry... Derry was funny, but he also made for weird situations. But like, whenever he did have to talk, it was it was good. Yeah. Like my favorite Derry moment. Like we already went over. It was definitely like when he's like, Hessler, I'm feeling all tingly in my chest." Like I just, go like, go uh, talk to Locke go, about go that. Go talk to Locke. Yeah, don't that that ain't nope not me. He's like not me. It was funny when he started to when he, they were fighting. Beal and Derry was like, at least that's what I think your mother said when she had her ear when she had her knees on my ears. Because <laughs> like at, for, it, it's even better because obviously like that's like the one thing that like Kale taught him. But then too, it was just so perfect because like up until he says that line, like his trash talk is so fucking bad. It's it is a abysmal how horrible it is and then he just randomly like drops that line and just starts fucking roasting feel i know and i was like, like i wish Ooh. i would have saw this saying that like do you know how great that would have been on like the lacrosse field oh my god yes yeah at least that's what i thought she was saying anyway uh so so yeah Derry Derry was funny too kale was funny and maybe Kale. Yeah, was Kale was funny, but he got really complicated at the end because, like, he started to get overshadowed by the good versus evil fight because he's basically just like Locke's right hand man. Yeah, my favorite was probably Icy. I did like Icy, especially when he's like, "So this thing isn't is... living, right?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Oh, we're fucking uh, okay. going." And then he's like, "Oh, I always wanted to try this and just just wreck shit." Yeah. Oh, that was kind of another thing I hated uh, when the hunter, whatever his name was, just came out of nowhere. And yeah, who the fuck was that? Yeah, the I don't know. I was like, who the fuck is this dude? I understood um, turning Warden Oris into like the big bad armored dude. Right. That 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 traveled. But but, but when like this dude just randomly just like kicked the door open, it was like, ah, you tainted unicorn scum, and. <laughs> was like, time to die. I was like, what the All fuck is All I do is hunt unicorns. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Sure you do. Yeah. I mean, you're probably and, doing the world a favor, but... <laughs> and I think it was just... 
it was like kind of lazy writing that, oh, you're going to have this magical, well, because he turned out to be like a gargoyle kind of thing. Yeah. You're going to have this magical gargoyle whose sole purpose is to hunt out magical beings, but he worked next to a magical being the entire fucking time. From a different plane but, of existence? But that guy just has like an amulet that like masks his power, so it's fine. Like, yeah. Ah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. No, if we're going to talk about the lazy writing, I did have one character that I absolutely was so mad that they existed in the book. Who? I don't even know her name, but it was the one captain that tried to get Locke killed for like a chapter. And then. Yeah, what her, was that? Her whole point was to get on the boat. And then we don't was even know died? if she like the airship. I don't I even know if she, she died. died. I think she died. I, I don't even did. know. But, like, I would have liked for her to, like, be alive, like, live in that scene and be like, all right, well, I guess I'm fucking helping you guys now. And then, like, and, being disgruntled about the whole thing. You know what I mean? And, and what was their whole beef lot? Because were they in the army together? They were why, in the army together. I don't even really remember, dude. They were in the army together, and I'm pretty sure that they thought that Locke betrayed her, and Locke was like, no, you were just a dumbass, so I made you go somewhere else. And she was like, I'm not a oh, dumbass. Oh, that's what it was. The the that the random chick like was trying to like kill a family for their food. Oh Locke yeah. Was like, no, we don't fight the people and Oh yeah, the whole thing. They they said that a lot. They were like, We don't fight the people, we fight the I don't know, villains. Right. Insert right. quote here. Yeah, that was um Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's that was the character like, that I had the, the most amount of uh disappointment with. Because I thought I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, we're gonna get like finally someone that like absolutely hates the team. Right, but she hangs out for like is it even two chapters? Did you make it, it two chapters? I, I, it's, I'm pretty sure it's like three chapters, but like mm-hmm. it's really two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't um, so. Like I said, I just finished listening to Best Served Cold, which does have sort of like a heist mentality in the beginning of the book. Like we're doing all these a things. Little. So I will say, if you want like a more lighter toned novel, this is going to be refreshing for you. Yeah. And I think we can both agree. Best served cold is a. Uh, I thought it was definitely it. real talk. I definitely thought that was one of my favorite Joe books. Joe Abercrombie. Yeah, Lord Grimdark. Hopefully, we can talk to him eventually. But I did feel like the back end was rushed. I think we both felt that way. With that yep. said, who do you think should read this book, or where? Oh God, I don't know. Fucking nobody. Um... <laughs> This this is good. This is this this can be a decent filler book, right? Like that is you're exactly in the middle, what I'm going. You're to in say. the middle of an actual decent trilogy, and you're like waiting on the third book to come out, and you you just need you need something in the meantime. That's where this fits. But yeah. saying that, I I have next to to no interest in reading any of the other books in this series. None. Not funny. at all. It's funny you say that. So I wrote, if you're on a plane and you need a quick read, right. this is probably it. If you're like if you could get this book for free, it, it ain't bad. No, yeah. Well well that is yeah. If you can get it for free, you're gonna have you're gonna be like, ah, good read. Mm-hmm. Um I will say I also think if you're in high school, probably a great fucking book. Yeah, probably great book because the unicorn's gonna wanna fuck you. Yeah, you're probably like, oh yeah, let's let's do this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally had to power through the back half once we got to the whole good versus evil thing. I mean, dude, those chapters were long, 
and they yeah, were God. gruesome and like the amount of times so it's kind of funny because like i'm kind of getting to this point because like the reviews for this book it is probably the most divided reviews i've ever seen in my life it really? is either like people are like god this book was trash i did not finish it or it's like Five mm-hmm. out of five. This may have been like the best thing I fucking read. It was just what I needed at this moment in time. Those people need to read better books. I don't know what those what kind of Dude, books let me, people let are me, reading, but that ain't it. That, that ain't, ain't it. it. Dude, so this was written in 2012, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. People either love it or they hate it, and I think that that makes it a good book. So um, mm-hmm. I know you mentioned that you didn't want to read the extra books. We're going to read the other books. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get through them together, buddy. We're oh, not going to so do them anytime soon, but we're going to be doing them. I know you're not super familiar with like the Audible app, but you know, whenever you, you know, you finish a book, it'll like pop up, like, you know, continue your series and I'll like, you know, show the next book in your series. It wasn't until like I finished this book and I was deleting it off of, my <laughs> library that I realized there's a series and my first thought was fuck flex is gonna make me read <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to finish this shit we are in fact going to do it uh, so with that said what do you think you rate this book oh, three out of five just I don't want to give them I want to be on the under I'm a 2.8 Two point eight. Well, so that brings. All right, well, then I'll be on the upper, and I'll be a. I'll be a four out of five, and that way we make it four out of five. Yeah. Hold on. Am I doing the math wrong? Doesn't that put us at like a three point five? Yeah, that's uh, what two point eight. Yeah, it's it's somewhere around there. Not there exactly, but yeah. Anyway, probably three point five out of five. That'll be mine. Just, I'll give it a three. All right, all right. I'll give it a three. I'm editing that other shit out. It's a three. Yeah, three out of five. They were just like blaring, like plot holes. All, like you kind of mentioned, a lot of the characters just don't were ill- irrelevant. They yeah, don't, no, you're right. It's totally a three out of five. Add to anything. Also, uh, this just hit me. We never, they never even touched on why Hilton <laughs> had like zombie soldiers. They were just like soulless for like no re like because he had a wand. What is that about? Yeah, well, we didn't even explain that. I'm assuming the wand, because it was a red wand, right? But he had, like, several of them. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. All right, that okay, was, definitely, was, all right. Definitely three out of five for me. That, and then, like, at the end, like, Silicon, I will admit, up until, like, the very the very end when they, you know, they think they're they're meeting the elf and, you know, training stuff. Um, Up until that point, he had been an amazing villain. Yeah, like, I thought he had so, done Any of the normal stupid villain bullshit, like, he made... You know, good decisions was smart. Was playing everything super well, and then at the he end, he just fucking me. monologues. Yeah, and he like pulls out the one thing that like controls everything. And he's like, like gloating uh, about what it. Are you, what are you doing? No, but the lightning ring was cool. The lightning ring was cool. Yeah, I'm always a fan of lightning. I just there were a lot of yeah. Things. Seriously, <laughs> I was just the amount of times where it's like, oh, Hessler died. Oh, he's back. Oh. Desidore's dead. He's back. Oh, Kale's gone. Oh, he's back. You know, like, I feel like everybody in the fucking crew died once, but then came back. You know, it. there were, like, just so many, I guess you call them, like, plot twists, but, like, honestly, I love a good plot twist, right? Every every book yeah, we do. is a good plot twist. But there were, like, 50 of them in this book, and they all kind of sucked ass. 
They, that, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, I would say that yeah, you're not wrong. Um, like no, do you know what we didn't even talk about? That we kind of uh, just glossed over? The whole griffin and dragon and fucking... Oh yeah, who the fuck's that guy? Manicore. The dude that was just like, basically CNN, Fox News, NBC all combined into one thing. <laughs> right. I mean, he was kind of... That's- probably a pretty good news source he did present all viewpoints on, he, he, he on the did. issues that were happening yeah and, and then i think it's unbiased. because we never mention it though it's just like you just accept that they get their news from a puppet show right and he gives out candy at the end so yeah fuck it and that was kind of another thing you know that's how that's how they find how you know lock and kale find turn and lock is they just go up to the puppet guy Oh yeah, They're and like, he's hey, like, I actually know some you're, criminals. You're, yeah, you you know someone that could crack a safe, and he was like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dog. What? what? I'm just peddling lies for a penny. I'm actually a thief. Oh god, it just so no, it was so hilarious. It, it's hilarious because it's kind of a pain in the dick to like pain in the slug dick, through all of it, you know. Because so many, because so many parts of it, you're like, well, where the fuck did that come from? Like when they're on the airship, like I accept that there's an airship, I accept that there's a floating city, I am <laughs> fine with that. Makes perfect sense to me. And then they're like, oh yeah, this thing's powered by this demon we have trapped in a balloon. Like what? Oh, what? I did. I forgot about that completely. I was like, okay, okay, Lapiscalia can float. All right, right whatever. The sure. stones can float. I was like, Got so it. this airship has to be powered by the fucking stones. And then like, nope, it's sense. a wind demon. <laughs> Right, and then at the end, like Philiston uh, has a um, has like that little well, and Locke and Pyvik do too. They have whatever that little flying enchantment is. Yeah, they're like floating around with. But like, yeah, you have to trap a fucking demon from a different universe to <laughs> to fly your ships. Yeah, all right, I, and it can yeah. just kind of it can get out sometimes. Like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, four out of five is uh, not too high. Ooh, I will say, I think my favorite, I think this is going to surprise you, my favorite backstory of all time, and one of the saving graces of this book was uh, Gil's The Hammer's backstory. Oh, that, that was, was, yeah, good. we didn't even talk about that. That's, that was so epic. That was really good. And then it's like the hammer gave a little bit each time to save. The, each time his son died. Also, <laughs> losing himself in the process. <laughs> that poor fucking son. He's like, just... <laughs> Dad, please let me fucking die. It's like, <laughs> no, no you saved the world. Hiding. Come come back. You, you fucking do it, man. Yeah, that was that was actually really good. I liked Gil a lot. Gil and Desidora were dope. At the end, I was left confused by what Desidora thought she was, right? So throughout the whole book, Desidora thinks she's what the, the Dawn warrior, the champion of the Dawn, or whatever they yeah, whatever yeah, Terry yeah. is. Right. She thinks she's that because the you know the gods she's like gave altered her the by the power gods, yeah. or, or like is something, but like so what is she? Just I think a goth girl? She's just a goth girl. <laughs> <laughs> that likes to choke people? Pretty much. Also, I think he uh, I think old Patrick really missed an uh, opportunity, you know, at the point where uh, where Desidoria is about to kill Kale. I think he really could have made it more sexual when you know she like snapped out of it and stopped. If like Kale was like, oh, I kind of like that. You oh, know? That would have like, been funny. That would have been funny. That would have definitely made <laughs> Kale like probably one of my favorite characters at the end of the book. Yes, 
That would be yeah, good. but I, I'm I'm kind of with you. I think in the beginning, I really liked Kale. You know, he's a he's a good um, like he's a good heist. person. He's a good yeah. he's a good number two guy. Yeah, he's a good number two. He he's perfect pretty, for heist. Right, walks pretty serious. He's pretty nonchalant, but he's a badass and he's very loyal. Yeah, but then at the end, and also I feel like his romance with Desidora just like shows up. Like we have, there's there's no inkling that he has a thing for Desidora until that scene where she's like about to kill him. And he's like, Hey, I kind of like, like her. And then he just stops. Like that was random. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I agree with that because, and also with the turn and Hessler relationship, that was just kind of random too. Yeah. I think this novel would have been great if it just stayed a heist novel. Yes. I think it would be great. Perfect. Like a heist novel, right? You get the crew together. You did a good. You set up the backstory. Good job of that. You and then the you all together, float away on a demon that. with no explanation, and you're you're happy, right? It's like okay. Now, I'm and also you. the other thing that bothered me. So right, so they're you know floating up to the city, right? Big the demon breaks out. Big fight on the ship. Ship crash lands on the city, <laughs> and obviously they're all looking for this group of criminals. But then they don't even hide. <laughs> they're just walking around like all the time. Like they're at Locke's uncle's house or whatever. But then out there, they're like, hey, you want to go to drink? And they just go there. Like you guys have no idea what these people look like. Uh, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm trying to, to come up with a, some justification of that. And uh, I'm not really finding it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like these wanted crit, like at least at the very, I can, at the very least, they should know what Locke and Kale look like. They're in the fucking system. <laughs> they they were arrested. Yeah, I I definitely think, and then like Pivik, but like Pivik's following them. But like, remember, he's like, I'm kind of digging the vibes this woman's putting out the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, like, he he's like, I don't think I'm yeah. gonna be in trouble. Just yet. yeah. He, He's like, hey, 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 I could buy some books, you bookseller. Yeah, yeah, you bookselling ass. Yeah. And then he starts like, I don't know. I I get why they end up pairing themselves together, but I definitely think that we didn't have like the uh the build up, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna get some romance, I want it to be solid. Right. That makes- what, I feel like I'm a fan of romance. Like I like it when unconventional characters, you know, get together, fall in love. I like that in the book. But like yeah. this, there was just there was just so it's like every character had a romance, and it was just and a none of it worked out, and b well, that's not true. Locke and Pivik worked out. Well, and uh, it was, the unicorn definitely had sex. Ugh, ugh. Um, but yeah, it was just too much, and it was just too forced. And I, I feel like, I don't know if he had like a time constraint. Like he just, yeah, he, he should have made the, <laughs> right, he should have a made this book significantly shorter. Like you've been saying, just made it a pure heist nice. novel with maybe like one little subplot would have been great. Cause I, you know, I think we're both a fan. Cause like, even in like video games, like I love a subplot. Subplots are great, yeah but I don't need 20 of them. Yeah, in and a, like it was nice book. when we had them when we were putting the crew together, you know. Right. Brings that up makes the characters, you like know who they are right. now. You're like, ah, right. turn's gonna kick the shit out of people with their steel toes. Like, I get that. Right. 
But at the end of the book, I'm like, oh shit, we're still doing this. Right. That's exactly like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. I'm right there yeah. with you. So I think the, oh, keep going, keep going, keep going. No. So I was going to say, I, did you like the surprise read though? I did. Cause you, even though I didn't particularly like the book and it made this fucking four and a half hour drive that I have to do all the time, <laughs> borderline un, more unbearable. <laughs> um, you brought up a good point. Like, yeah, we can't, it's, it's no fun if we just read all these like amazing novels all the time. That yeah, we got to have a bad one every now and again. Super well-developed worlds and these amazing character stories. And we really like feel something. I will say this, which I don't like to admit it. Cause I think that means that I probably like the book a little <laughs> more than I'll say, but at the end, when we're all wrapping up, I did have like a brief second of like, oh, I'm kind of going to miss them. <laughs> yeah they're, right. they're like so they were unique they were unique characters and you it's very character centric the plot really doesn't matter <laughs> right it's just it's just a shit show yeah it was if you got the book for free or like on kindle unlimited or something definitely all right read it while you're on a train read it while you're on a plane hell read right. it while you're on a bus just, i'd probably listen to the uh, audiobook if i was doing like some mindless excel shit yeah, that's the thing. Like, I needed... It's a good... Okay, I'll revise my answer. So, two things it's good for it. When you're in between novels or when you just want something on in the background that you don't need to pay attention to. Because honestly, I feel like if I paid less attention to this book, it would have been better because I would have missed the shit of details. the weird, random plot bullshit that they had going on. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I think three out of five. I like your two point eight. I think I think it makes sense. I'll be a three point. Yeah. I'll be a three point two. That makes it a three. Okay, there we go. That's good. Yeah, three point two. Um, I'm glad we read it. I'm glad we won't have to read it again. Yeah. Well, you just said you're gonna make. It. You think the next book's gonna be better? Well, it could be better. It could be. Maybe he's figured. Maybe after some review, you know, he's gonna let. Well, here, Broda, you dumbass. I was going to say, he's going to listen to this podcast, get some criticism, fix his shit, but... I think I he's maybe, beyond maybe. that now. Yeah. I think if the next book can just... like It just needs to be like funny. It needs to be lighthearted and funny. Like you said, it doesn't need those good versus evil shit. No, you know, I'm, like, I'm we don't, okay. We don't need to get... With evil winning. I'm okay with the thieves winning. You know what I mean? Right. That's fine. That's good. And so it's rated better on Goodreads. Yeah, damn it, good read. Yeah, not that that means anything. Well, join us next time, and we'll bring be back to our our two part episode, which aren't really becoming two parts because we keep talking way too much. Yeah, well, you know, we get we get a little tipsy, and it just keeps going. I know. I think not our fault. Well, the people that are listening to us right now are very um. Shout out to you guys because uh, you guys have been coming back for each episode. You, and you so guys that are makes the homies. That makes me happy. That makes us happy. So thank you. Hopefully we make these a little more digestible and we'll be doing like a little sprinkle of these little one episoders. No 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 parts. One episoders around. And yeah. Keep on reading. Keep on reading. Keep on reading. Drinking.
I always love how we're on we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> same wavelength. All right, Ready, welcome right, back right, right, to right. the Bookleggers. I'm your host Jake, and this is my co-host. Jo- oh God, damn it! We can Joel, do it again. I went too we early. Can, I we went can too do it early. Again. We can do it again. <laughs>